In London it is hard to avoid being conscious of time. Here you are surrounded by so much history. Thousands of years, millions of minutes have passed for people in this place. In the vicinity of Big Ben, you hear the bells chime the hour and every quarter, reminding you that time cannot be stopped. Virginia Woolf's novel Mrs Dalloway, published in 1925, is shot through with references to time and clocks. Written in a stream-of-consciousness narration, the reader weaves in and out of different characters' perspectives, seeing things from their point of view and from the point of view of the omniscient narrator. Time seems to stretch out and contract, and the past intrudes on the present. The book explores what Wolfe elsewhere called the extraordinary discrepancy between time on the clock and time in the mind. The distance between formal or external time artificially measured out in discrete units and the more elastic and continuous sense of interior or mental time. The reader follows Clarissa Dalloway and other characters through a single day in the middle of June 1923. Clarissa is preparing to host a party in the evening, thinking about her youth in the countryside and considering the choices she has made in her life. Other characters also consider their past choices and the people they have known and lost. Early in the book, the chimes of Big Ben are made to signify the irreversibility of time. The sound is a symbol of mortality, interrupting Clarissa Dalloway's thoughts and reminding her of time she has already lost, a suspense before Big Ben strikes. There, out it boomed. First a warning, musical, then the hour, irrevocable. The leaden circles dissolved in the air. But another clock offers a different perspective. The bells of St Margaret's Church, also known as the Church on Parliament Square. Originally built in the 12th century by Benedictine monks, it has stood in the shadow of Westminster Abbey for 800 years. Intended as a parish church for the local people, an alternative to the abbey, it was rebuilt by Henry VII in the late 15th and early 16th centuries, one of the last churches to be built in London before the Reformation changed the appearance of public worship in England forever. In Mrs Dalloway, Wolfe contrasts the daunting chimes of Big Ben with the more comforting clock of St Margaret's. Peter Walsh, Clarissa's old flame, identifies her with St Margaret's chimes. Ah, said St Margaret's, like a hostess who comes into her drawing room on the very stroke of the hour and finds her guests there already. I am not late. No, it is precisely half past eleven, she says. Yet... Though she is perfectly right, her voice, being the voice of the hostess, is reluctant to inflict its individuality. Some grief for the past holds it back, some concern for the present. The clock of St Margaret's is a more encouraging reminder of the subtlety of time, of the need to accept its passing and not fear its loss. The chimes of St Margaret's seem to look back, as well as forwards, in opposition to the divine irrevocability of Big Ben's providential chimes. In a novel overcast by the shadow of the First World War, only seven years over when the book was published, the ringing of bells is significant in other ways. 
At one point, Londoners seem to observe an accidental 11 o'clock silence as an aeroplane writes in the sky overhead. Again, bells mark this strange occurrence. All down the Mall, people were standing and looking up into the sky. As they looked, the whole world became perfectly silent and a flight of gulls crossed the sky, first one gull leading, then another. And in this extraordinary silence and peace, in this pallor, in this purity, bells struck eleven times, the sound fading up there among the gulls. The chimes that fade into nothing are a powerful metaphor for a lost generation of young men whose own vanished time haunts the novel's pages. The importance of clocks in Mrs Dalloway is now less evident than it might have been. It was originally titled The Hours. The change focuses the attention on Clarissa, reminding us of the novelty of the stream of consciousness narration and the insight it offers into human psychology but the original title would have emphasised the clocks, making St Margaret's one of the book's main characters, just one of many lives it must have led in the last 800 years. <laughs>